All right, all right. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to episode number 40 of the Ramblin' Radio podcast. If you're new here, you're about to go on a ride of a lifetime. Not really, uh, but it's a dope place to be. I promise you, every single episode, I, I can almost guarantee that you're going to get at least one golden nugget that you can take with you and be like, huh, didn't think about that. I'm going to put that in my toolbox. So hopefully you feel that way because I feel that way. Sometimes I, I start talking and I'm like, well, where, where is that coming from? I didn't even know that, but I spit it out for some crazy reason. I don't know. Anyways, um, I am very excited about this episode uh, in particular because we have my buddy, Mike Delion. He's been a guy that I've known for a couple of years um, and he is a creator's blueprint graduate and you're going to hear his success story he went from quitting an almost six-figure job um he was making a little over 80k a year and then with benefits and everything um you do the, you do the math it, it adds up almost to, to six figures and he decided to to quit his job he hated it he was working in the gas and oil industry working 14 to 16 hour shifts um at at, at times waking up at four in the morning and doing that all day long. And yeah, he was getting paid, you know, how, how many of you would, would love an almost six figure job. Right. Um, but it did not equal the life that he wanted to live. It, it didn't, it didn't match up. It's the same thing when you have so many bills, but you're making so much money. It doesn't matter because you're not profiting that money. It's it's it, you're spending it all. It's it's the same exact thing. So for someone that lives at home with their folks making eighty k, doesn't have any bills, they're gonna feel pretty pretty good because that's all going right into their pocket. They don't have any bills. So it's kind of the same thing here, where it just didn't match his lifestyle. Didn't match the lifestyle he wanted to live. And so with the Creators Blueprint, you're not just learning how to create a sustainable business here. We're creating a business that matches with your lifestyle. And that is the key thing. Because if you put yourself in a situation where you're doing what you love, but you're doing it in a way that's either all the time, every single day with no time off, you're putting in 18 hour days and it's getting you a result. Yes, it's getting you that result. But what are you sacrificing all the time? Now, in the beginning, we've talked about this. In the beginning, there's going to be sacrifice. In the beginning, you are going to take a step backward. And Mike has had to deal with that. He He's not going to make almost six figures from quitting his job to going and making it as a full-time videographer. No, there's going to be a step back there. But the key is he went for it because he knew he had to make that uncomfortable decision in order to grow and start building the life that he actually wants to to live. And so now he's doing that and he's working with some unbelievable athletes and it's been just a pleasure to watch him grow. Um, it's been a pleasure to hear his story because it, it inspires me and I'm hoping that listening to him will inspire you 
too. So it's a very special episode. The audio isn't that great, so I, I apologize for that. But it is. I've, I've listened to it, and it's 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 solid. Um, it's solid enough to to hear what he's saying and, and not get annoyed by it. I promise. And guys, before we get into it, this is this is your this is your last chance. This is your last opportunity to get inside this transformational program. Yes, you're going to learn how to make back your investment and and multiply it times two, times five, times ten. You're going to do that. You are going to do that. But over the long term of the program, you're going to learn how to make that same amount of money, but do it in a way that works for you, that gives you joy. If you want to work a certain amount of hours, if you want to not do certain things that your business requires, how can you get that off your plate? We go into all that stuff. And for anyone that is still on the fence, because it's an investment. You're not throwing your money out the window and kissing it goodbye. It's going to come back. And if you listen to that episode about money and how I think about money, you have to spend money. You have to let money go in order to get money in return. You have to spend money to make money. And it's the same thing as breathing. You breathe in, you breathe out. You breathe in, you breathe out. And that's how you keep a sustainable business going. Money goes out, money comes back in. And if you tighten up and you don't let money flow out, what happens? If you stop breathing, what happens? You die. Your business dies. So you have to learn how to spend money, but spend it in the right places and not spend it on just equipment, a new laptop, a new camera that you really don't need. You have to spend it on knowledge, resources, and your mind because that is a lifetime investment. It's going to last you a lifetime and it's going to bring you much faster results because think about it. If you have a lens, if you have a, a new computer and you're not getting the business to use that equipment, what's the point of having the equipment? You can get a client without having a fancy new camera. And then once you get that client and you book them, guess what? You can use that money to then buy yourself the camera. It's so simple. It's so logical and it's so simple. And the reason why I'm pushing you is because I don't want you to see, I don't want you to make the mistakes that I made where I tried to be tight with my money. Don't be tight. You have to let it go and you, you're going to watch it come back. I guarantee it. And it's, you know, I still struggle with it to this day sometimes. I'm like, oh, man. And then I have to remind myself. I'm like, you know what? This is an investment. I'm going to trust myself. I'm going to commit. And I'm going to go for it. Play big. Stop playing small. Get inside the Creators Blueprint. This is your last opportunity. It closes this Friday at 11.59 Pacific Standard Time. And that is it. The door is closed. And I'm not opening this bad boy up for a long time long time so we can focus on our current members. If it's a money issue, if it's a timing issue, the timing, that's not even an argument because this is a lifetime course. You will always have access to this program. It doesn't matter where you are in the world. And if it's a money thing, become resourceful and do whatever it takes. Because if you're serious about this, if you want to make this a full-time career and start truly living the life on your terms, you're going to do what it takes. I did it. I did what it takes. Mike did what it takes. And there's hundreds of other creators that we've worked with that did what it takes. Do it. Step in, commit, enjoy this episode. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.
What's up, Mike? <laughs> What's happening? All right, What's man. Going down? How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. Right, on a scale I'm from solid. on a scale from one to ten, one to ten, how how, how do you feel? Uh, honestly, about a seven seven five. Seven five today. Seven seven five. Seven seven five. Seven seven eight. Man. How can yeah, we yeah. bring that to a ten? What, what can we do right now? Uh, it's nothing you can do. It's just what uh, I can do personally. Oh, this is okay. how I'm feeling today. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is, is it? Of, is it the weather? No, it's just the amount of work I have piled up. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. We'll so, get into that. We'll get into that. Yeah, it, yeah, it was kind of sure, it was sure. kind of gloomy here in LA. So I was like, I woke up and usually I have like my my dance party going on. We're getting the vibes going and we're blasting music and and having a good old time and I, I didn't have that as much as I would like this morning because it was a little oh. gloomy, but. Yeah, it's definitely humid and gloomy here as well. You, you got to do what you got to so, do. Anyways, oh, for sure, for appreciate sure. you being here, man. Um, yes, sir. For the for for everyone listening in on this episode, thanks for uh, hopping on. Um, Mike has been a guy that I've known for two, three, three years? Two and a half, three years? Three years? Yeah, three. Man, time flies. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, Mike, is a, Mike is a Careers Blueprint graduate. Um, he's been doing some incredible things and his story has inspired me. It's, it's, it's a story that I don't think, I don't think you, it's an interesting, it's an interesting story. It's, it, it inspired me. You know, I, I feel like I didn't, I don't personally have, like I, I didn't have like a tough upbringing or anything like that. Like I had it pretty easy, which actually led to, um, my own set of, obstacles that i had to that i had to go through that's that's another episode but but you you definitely went through some shit and and um and i want to i want to give you a a platform to to talk about it more and and get into it um i want to i want people to hear kind of what you were doing and and what kind of got you into this whole starting this filmmaking photography journey in the first place so where were you um, a couple years a, ago, a few years ago, two and yeah. a half years ago, <laughs> yeah. two and a half years ago, three years ago, when I discovered you, I was this on YouTube, and I came across one of your. Videos. I had just picked up an actual uh, Sony sixty three hundred, actual, I guess, quote like a video camera. I was using GoPros before. Uh, worked in the oil and gas industry for almost ten years, since I was nineteen all the way to twenty eight. Uh, I'm sorry. 27 it doesn't matter anyways long time and um you know when i was i didn't go to school straight out of high school started doing that and um you know first couple years making a lot of money as a 21 20 year old 22 year old breaking almost six figures i mean who who can complain in the, in the gas and oil industry yeah so in the oil and gas industry so yeah. what what was that job what like what what, what did uh, you have to do hard labor <laughs> hard labor uh long hours weekends holidays pretty much i didn't have a life the only life i really had was uh i had 20 days pto every year 20 days vacation and that's yeah. really the only time off i had wow so you know 14 14 to 16 hour days uh 12 days straight two days one to two days off maybe if that might get called in for a couple hours but it's just pretty hard labor work. Uh, I was basically uh, refurbishing and um, pressure testing tools for for the Gulf, for drilling rigs in the Gulf. So I was getting these, you know, 10 ton, 20 ton tools, um, 20, 30 feet high, and I would take them all apart, 
put them back together, test them, and send them back out. And um, basically, that did that for literally nine years. And uh, like I said, it was yeah, it was just repetitive. Nine years. And, yeah, dude, it was. And, and but like when, when I didn't know any anything else, you know, seeing my dad worked in the oil and gas industry his whole life, that's all I knew. So I thought I made it. You know, I was like, oh, this is my life. I'm a, I got 401k, got insurance. Like I'm good. What what else do I need? Yeah. And uh, you know, 25, 26, it started kind of. 26 it started wearing on me and i was just getting tired of long hours and it's just repetitive repetitive same thing every day and then the the market oil market crashed Mm -hmm. there was no more moving up there was no everything was just out of freeze no more raises and that's pretty much when i was like i gotta find something different Mm. i gotta find like this is this isn't it This, this isn't this isn't what i should be doing this isn't the life this isn't the life to live just um so right I always were, uh, I think when GoPro first came about, I picked one up like immediately and uh, I was just so fascinated by all these badass GoPro videos. So I started with that and I would just make little, like that's when Instagram was like 10 seconds, seven seconds. Oh yeah. Something like that. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, it was like 15 yeah, seconds. Yeah, yeah. 15 seconds. Yeah. There it goes, 15 seconds. Oh. That, like 2011. And I, I would always make these like dope 15 second uh, travel, travel edits, just a bunch of cuts and just mute like this nothing it's all selfie all selfie right, uh, right right you know what i'm talking about all with the selfie stick and it was cool it, everything was on iMovie taught me how to pretty much edit and i i guess you can say storytell and uh anyway so um i was doing that and, I, and then towards the end like a couple years came by i started getting asked like hey can you can you how much for a video if you come film my boat party and I was like, oh, I don't know, 50 bucks, like whatever. And so that's kind of where it started. Like that was my first paid gig was a, my friend's uh, college graduation boat party. And everyone's getting drunk, partying. I'm just walking around with a GoPro <laughs> on, the, on the stabilizer. And I had that Phantom 2, Phantom 3. And I had a Phantom 3 and everyone was so amazed. Like, oh, this guy has a drone. <laughs> and so it's just, everything was just so bad. But uh, that's what I Really, that's just what I started doing, and then, so I was still full time. Didn't even think about quitting, or I didn't even think about doing photography as a possibility, like at all. Uh, it wasn't until I came across your your one specific video, how to make a professional uh, video un- in under thirty minutes. That was uh, it, and it was you. Yeah, dude, I, that was the first video I saw from you, and I was like, uh, and then I started watching all your stuff, and I, I binge watched, watch everything. And I was like, yo, this is like, th- this is what I want to do. And um, I was like, this is the style I like. And because that's when all like the hype transition started too. Right, right. I and, remember. Uh, yeah, yeah, all Orange the and teal and, and the like, zooms. And yeah, the, yeah, like 2016, 2017. Sure. And I was like, I don't, I don't, I didn't like, I personally didn't like it. And um, anyway, so I just started picking up doing more jobs with my GoPro honestly it was all GoPro and, and my iPhone and my first big job I was still still working still working 12 hours a day and uh on the weekends I'll try to find gigs and my first big job this doctor paid me a thousand dollars to uh to film her office just to showcase her office so it was all it was all with the GoPro and the iPhone both both on stabilizer <laughs> Both on stabilizers, so you know, I just walked in and pretended like I knew what I was doing, and she wrote me a check for a thousand dollars, and she was just like, 
I'll, I'll want more of these. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. And it's so funny because that video's still playing in her office to this day. It's oh, so embarrassing. And it's bad, <laughs> isn't it? You think it's bad? Yeah, it's so bad. <laughs> anyway, so with that with that thousand dollars, I I went and bought a a, a camera, a Sony sixty three hundred, and and that's kind of where it took off from there. And and um, you know, still working every day at five a.m., working five to five, five to seven. 5 to 6 p.m. every day, waking up at 4 a.m. Mm. And um, I got in contact with a real estate agent, and she basically was like, hey, we need someone. Um, we need, some, We need like, videos monthly. Like, this is not just a one-time thing. We came up with a contract, worked for them for six months while I was still working in the oil and gas, was doing, like, five, six videos a day with them, was making good cash with them, then started picking up doing fitness stuff obviously that's like pretty much where everyone starts uh doing a lot of fitness gigs and then i picked up weddings and all this when i was still working 5 a.m to 5 p.m so i would get off work i would get off work go shoot edit till about 12 1 in the morning and uh, go to sleep and that was pretty much it for about eight months and then um i, pr I pretty much just I literally i mean probably wasn't the smartest idea for me to do for me just to walk in was like yo i'm, I'm out like i can't do this anymore and oh and, when you uh, quit i was just yeah when i quit like i yeah, literally yeah. just walked into work let's, and, let's talk about that and, for a second what okay what what was that tipping point for you what was that you did, did you did you just wake up and you were like fuck this so shit I, yeah yeah pretty, pretty much <laughs> i was already planning it like i was talking to my girl and i was like yo i think i'm gonna quit like i started noticing the amount of money i was making just with that real estate gig alone I was like, I could pay bills. And then I was like, there's no way I'm ever going to get better working 12 hours a day. Like, it's pretty much impossible. Yeah, right. Your and, ceiling uh, is and, tapped. And weekends. Yes, you're, exactly. you're already tapped. So I was like, you're, when did you get much. into the job? 21, you said? Uh, no, 19. Oh, you're not. Oh, shit. Wow. That's it. Okay. Yeah. So, right out of high school. So, you're yeah, 19. Yeah. And then when did, when did you start making the most money you were making at that job? Uh, from 21 to 24 is when I made the most. I was bringing so in at least 80, 90. It was almost, almost six figures. Yeah, almost six. At 21 My years old. It was like 96. <laughs> wow. Yeah, don't ask me where that money's at. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So, yeah. um, um, and then, so, um, yeah, so you're ceiling, you're, you're ceiling, what? Oh, I remember what I was going to ask. Um, was there was there room to grow in that job? No, that so that's what happened when the the market crashed. Yeah, that was basically it. the freeze happened, and there was no moving up, no more raises. Right, nothing. So like that's basically it. where I was at, that was at it. At twenty one years old, you're you're already ma you already notice. max out. Yeah, yeah. twenty one. No, it was twenty two, and then from twenty two to twenty six, twenty seven, it was the same every year no yeah. pay no going like just same thing every day same thing you know a and lot they of just kept saying a lot of people would uh would kill for that amount of money but for you yeah. it wasn't <laughs> worth it no you're no, the no, money no, no. you were making did not equal the life that you were currently living did it yeah no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. No, not so at all. So it's not all. It's not all about the 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 money. It's about creating yeah. a lifestyle for yourself that that yeah. that you love, right? Yeah, and honestly, I started towards the end when I when I was like twenty seven, and and I it got to the point where I valued my time more than uh, than money, and it is honestly is I I broke my leg in in summer of twenty seven. 2017 and 
I was out for three months. And that was like my time to, and I, I had, that's when I was filming too, and that was like my time to really learn as much as possible and see if, take advantage of this time and see if I could really do it. And during those three months, I enjoyed being, that was my first time off basically ever, like that's that, that long period of time. So I, that's when I realized like, dude, fuck this money. Like this is what I, I like doing. I appreciate me having like, not having the schedule, like kind of doing whatever I want to do, whenever I want to do, like that's what I want. That's the life I want to live. And if I want to get up and go somewhere and I can work remote, that's what I want to do. So it was really like when I came after those three months, I went back to work and I was working for like another six months, still juggling both. And um, that's when I was really like, dude, fuck this. I fucking hate this is I was miserable. You know, I hated being there, hated everything I was doing. I was pissed off all the time. Wasn't sleeping, probably because I wasn't sleeping. Yeah. And um I was just upset all the time, and uh, so that basically it was just that was the tipping point. I was literally just like, you know, fuck this, I'll figure it out. Yeah. And uh, I, I knew with just that one gig alone uh, that I was under contract, I could pay my bills. So um, I literally just went to work one day, and I was like, yo, I'm out. Yeah. And um, actually, funny story, I tried getting laid off first because <laughs> if I would have got laid off, if I would have got laid off, I would have got a big servants package. I would have got like you know, fifteen, twenty k. Yeah. And uh, so I did anything I could to get laid off. I was going in late, calling in, like just anything. Yeah, just to get and fired. They, they didn't want to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah they didn't want to do it. Gonna so do that. I was like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm out. Yeah, like, I'm gone. And they were all like, "What are you gonna do?" And I told them. They were just like, "Ah, yeah, right. Like, you really think you're gonna make a living doing that?" And yeah, you know, stuff like that. I was like, yeah, like watch. Just don't worry. Yeah, I'm, I'm not coming back. So it's been two and a half years since since I quit. Wow. And. uh it's been good. Ups and downs. That's crazy, for man. Sure. Learning a lot. Um, I learned that this is end of the day it's still a business. Mm-hmm. And you don't you don't just uh, you don't you can't just create, create, create and just ignore the business side of of things. That's right. So it's basically that's the biggest that was the biggest slap in the face when uh a couple months after I quit, it was just like reality check, like, oh, this is a business side of this. Yeah. It's not just not just all fun and games. Right. And, and uh so you so you went all in you quit you quit your 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 security blanket kissed that goodbye and you just trusted mm-hmm. that you you were gonna go and figure it out I mean, i'm gonna i'm gonna yep. i'm gonna figure this shit out yep i think Pretty i think much. so many people get stopped at that point they just can't make that commitment everybody wants to like check off all of these boxes where it's like, I've got this much saved up. I've got this coming in. I've got this, this, and this, then I can go full time. And you were kind of just, yeah, you're, you just yeah. were like, I'm going all in. I can figure this yeah. shit out. And you trusted yourself pretty much, which is, because I, I looked at it like, yeah, I looked at it like, okay, the, the more amount of time I have free time is one. I can get more clients. I can promote myself better and I can also learn more. I can go actually go out. Uh, let me, let's go out in the middle of the day and go shoot, shoot some random B roll. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just any opportunity to, to practice and work, work on myself. I could with working in the job. I couldn't, like I said, it was uh, the, working those hours. That's, 
and getting off work and working that job that that was it that's all i was doing yeah so there was no time to actually work on my craft right and um so that's why i just that's all i was thinking about like all right I, if i quit i'll have all the time i need to work on my craft and get better promote myself meet more people mm-hmm. i have a really good friendly personality so i mean i'm pretty good at networking yeah and um so that's i mean that's that's how it started man and it kicked off right when i quit i was able to promote myself and Put myself out there more and this job started just flowing in left and right i mean good and bad i was pretty much saying yes to everything right i mean that's how it is when you start out saying yes to the worst job yep yep <laughs> but uh <laughs> when you just start I out you gotta it, do you it you know you gotta do it yeah yeah i was doing it i i did it i i said yes to this makeup brush company to she wanted to be on Shark Tank and she wanted a video. And I was like, all right, let's figure this out. Right. So <laughs> that's amazing. So I was like, all right. And then she didn't make Shark Tank and I feel like it's my fault. But <laughs> <laughs> like, well, you just, I guess you didn't care enough to, yeah. to make an impact on her life. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, that's, oh but, my God, that's funny. Yeah. Um, so, after, so after the Creators Blueprint, you, you started to learn to, to value your time a little bit more, you could say. What? what did you start saying no to then? Because you're saying yes all the time. And obviously that wasn't working out yet. There's a point where you have to start filtering and you have to start saying no, even though you're might be nervous or concerned that another client might not come. And that's the trap that a lot of creatives get into where they say yes, and they keep saying yes. And it keeps them stuck at the same income level, doing the same small projects over and over again. So what did you start saying no to and how did that make a huge shift for you? First of all, I stopped saying yes to everything, but right. I was narrowing down to what I wanted to do and is this job going to make me better in my craft or is it going to, where is this, what are they bringing me to the table? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like what are, what are they, what opportunities am I going to get out of this? Yeah. Am I going to be able to showcase it and get more jobs or am I just going to do the job and never post it because I'm, it's a bullshit ass job. You know what what I mean? Right. So I started taking on more jobs, started saying yes to jobs that could give me more opportunity Uh, stuff. I really sat down and was like, okay, what do I want to do? You know, Mm -hmm. I was like, I can't say yes. And and once again, saying yes to everything, I felt like a job again for a little bit. Yeah. It felt like a job again because I was like saying yes to stuff I didn't want to do. Right. So, you felt it right um, away too, especially yeah, when you Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like I was like I was I would go to this job like, man, this is stupid. I don't wanna I don't wanna be here. But end of the day it was I had to. It was, I was starting off and basically that's my only income. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, basically narrowed down to the three things I really wanted to do. It was uh I really wanted to get into concert photography. I was obs- uh, that's when I figured out who Amos was, and I was like, "Oh wow, I want to do that." Sure. Shout out to Amos. Yeah. Uh, Shout out Amos. <laughs> it was concert, and then I wanted to work with like high performance athletes, um, UFC, boxing, NBA, NFL. You know, uh, not fitness influencers. I didn't want to work for. I didn't want to do anything influence based. I wanted to work for actual pros, and because uh, I saw bigger. Bigger opportunities as far as traveling, uh, meeting the people I meet, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So th- those are the type of jobs I started saying yes to. And um, one thing I will say, one thing that's always always will be consistent are weddings. Mm. So anytime I would like be running low on cash or, or I need some money, I would book a couple weddings. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm sure. Good. You know what I mean? 
So just to keep um, you still in the industry, exactly, just to keep me but also, exactly. yeah, have something that's easily coming in and, and paying the bills, giving you massive flexibility and free time to focus on the stuff that you truly do care about. Maybe it is weddings. Maybe, maybe it's not, but you know, how can you find some, some projects that are really profitable? And that's why so many people do weddings, especially to start off. I, I did weddings and, you know, you continue to do weddings and, and Luke loves weddings and he wants to make that, you know, a big part of his business. So yeah, that's a, that's a great strategy. Great strategy for sure. No, for sure. For sure. And I mean, you talk about it a lot too, uh, spec work. Yep. Uh, doing, I'm working with a boxer right now and, and I believe he's going to be the next, you know, Floyd Mayweather and I'm taking a chance on him and, mm-hmm. and doing, I was like, yo, just, I just want to be in the arena, be surrounded by all these, you know, right. travel with him. Yep. I just want to do everything, yep. anything I can. And the, the people I have met within the last two months just from traveling with, with him is, I would never thought I would have met, you know what yeah. I mean? Just, just networking and, and I take it, I take real advantage of going to these, uh, going to different cities and, and when he introduces me to people, I, I make sure I, and I talk to them, not just introduce my name and walk away. No, I sit there and talk to them, get to know them. Yep. Hey, this is my Instagram. This is my number. You know, this is what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I try to make, try, try to make myself known. Right. And, um, that's what I, I feel like is really important. And people, when you're starting off, people are like, how are you? Like, I get a lot of questions. Like, how, how are you still getting, how are you getting all these gigs? And like, I post a lot of stuff, but yeah, a lot of stuff is free, but I get gigs. I get gigs from that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, um, and it's just, in the, the day, it's just, I'd rather be doing something free than sitting at home doing nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I could easily be at home doing absolutely nothing and trying to, you know, just figure out something, something to work on, or I can go work for free and that's working on my craft right there yeah. and try to network sure. and, and f- for something I actually want to do. Yeah. That's the, um, that's the thing with working for free. It gives you, it gives you credibility. So if people are watching and seeing you work with certain athletes and everything like that, they'll see that and be like, Whoa, he's working with them. Like he must know what he's doing. So it gives instant credibility, but also something that you do and I see you do is, is knowing who to do free work for. And I think the more free work that you do, you start figuring out like, oh, that's not that I can't leverage that later. Oh yeah, that, mm, that's not gonna, that's not gonna provide me what, what I want because when you're doing free work, there has to be a huge, huge incentive for you to be doing that. And if there isn't an incentive, then then it's not worth your time. And sometimes, especially starting out, you do gamble a little bit with that. Uh, if you don't know the person, you know, doing a certain amount of research on the person and figuring out the type of person they are and stuff like that. You can only do so much research. You, you're, you're only going to find out once you actually go and do the project. But something key that you said was even if they don't promote you or even if they're not helping you and even if they are taking advantage, you are still in the ring. Um, I guess in this case, technically you are. Yeah, yeah, boxing. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, no pun intended. No. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, you, you, you are in the ring and then you take advantage of that and you communicate and, and talk to other people and you have the confidence now to actually share, hey, the stuff that I provide is extremely valuable and this is why you need it and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So 
That's so key. Yeah, and, and also you never you never know who's who's following them. Um, just for instance, the the, the fighter I, I travel with once again, I didn't know one of his investors is Peter Berg. If you don't know who Peter Berg is, he's pretty much Mark Wahlberg's best friend slash directed almost all of his movies. And uh, one of my favorite movies is Friday Night Lights. I literally quote that movie every day. <laughs> and uh, when I met him, I was just like, this, it was pretty crazy. Yeah. And he was just telling me like, hey, I see what you're doing. Everything's great. I love what you're doing with my guy Ammo. Blah, blah, blah. Keep it up. You know, just those, just from him telling me that and him actually knowing who I am. Yeah, that's huge, um, man. It shows a lot. So that, that kind of caught me off guard when I met him. I didn't expect him to walk in the room. And it's like, right. oh shoot, <laughs> that's a that's big time right there. Yeah, hell yeah, you're but getting in those inner circles, dude. Being, being around celebrities and seeing like their videographers and being around like other quote unquote celebrity videographers and photographers, I started kind of shutting down uh, when I first met uh, Kevin Hart's videographer. Mm. I, so, I was just intimidated immediately, you know what yeah. I mean? And and uh, I kind of would shut down. And then he told me, actually, his, uh, his Kevin Hart and Just Train uh, boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you don't talk. Yeah, boss had told me, he was like, um, if you if you're in the room, you belong in the room. There's a reason why you're in the room. Mm. And after like he said that, it just everything just changed. I like my confidence just went up. Like all right, there's, I'm here for a reason. Like they're not bringing me in here if I if I'm not as good. As, if they don't believe in me, pretty much. Um, so that was a game changer for me too, just by him telling me that when I met all them, and uh, that that really helped my confidence. That's powerful. And believing in myself. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's yeah, really man. Powerful. If you're in the room, you belong in the room. Damn right. There's a reason why you're in that room. Damn right. So even yeah, I mean, there's a reason. Your brain will will come up with reasons to stupid reasons to find find a way to to downplay oh, yeah, everything sure. you know what i mean like Camera's always not good enough always Ninja's downplaying like oh yeah i'm just here for free or oh yeah i'm you know i'm just with this guy or oh yeah like yeah. you know what, whatever the reason is no, it's sure. it's crazy how we just totally yeah. rip our ourselves mm-hmm. apart and and try to downplay your own enemy yeah exactly that's all it's all for in your sure. head it's all silly game in your oh, head oh yeah oh for sure yeah for sure. so but. that's that's amazing that's that's you know, I, I knew that quote, but even just I haven't heard it in a while. I'm like, wow, that you're right. Mm-hmm. That's that's so big. So so yeah. everything. Anyways, what what what's some of the the biggest projects you've done that you're you're proud of the most? You think people that you're working um, with and and stuff like that. Like, I, I worked on um, dra- drama. Drama was a um, a client I worked with for a full year, and I traveled with them. Oh, I was yeah, on tour yeah, with yeah. them. Um, shout out to Drama. Their album just dropped. Check it out. <laughs> Plug them. Um, yeah, I, I've, same thing with them. I, they were here in Houston. I reached out to them and just, hey, let me shoot your show for free. And um, shot their show. Gave them, gave them everything they wanted. They liked it. They called me back when they were back in Texas. Did another couple shows for free. Um, and then it took about six or seven months of me working with them to finally start getting paid. Yeah. And I mean, it paid off. I mean, you just got to believe in the vision, believe what they're doing. They believe in you and everything. What, what, will come was that through. earlier in your career? Trump, that was last year. Literally all of 2019, I was working with them. Uh, okay. But you were getting um, paid though, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 for sure, Good. for sure. <laughs> um, so, I mean, they, they were, Drama was um, a big client, personal favorite, uh, Lance Armstrong. Uh, oh, yeah, I Nick saw Bear. that. I saw that. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was Lance amazing. Lance Armstrong, Nick Bear. Um, who else have I worked with? A couple, couple big name boxers. 
uh, Regis Progre, he's a, he's a he's a champ right now. Um, oh, Houston Astros, Houston yep. Rockets. I've did I've done some stuff freelance stuff for them. Yeah. Um, just a couple of influencers, but really my probably a lot of NFL players, a lot of NFL players. Uh-huh. Uh, James Harden. D Hop. Oh my God. Andrew Johnson. You, know, you got a better are, portfolio than I do. Some pretty, <laughs> <laughs> and these are honestly, honestly, but the, I, I work for these two trainers or their two brothers, mm-hmm. um, Congo. Yeah. And, um, they are NFL and they're the NBA, NFL, pretty much personal train, all the, the biggest clients here in Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, athletes here in Houston. So honestly, a lot of, a lot of the, uh, people that I've met have been through them. Yeah. So once again, it's just being around the right people. That's right. Surround yourself with the right people, and and you never know you can. Yeah, meet. that's right. But um, cool. Yeah, man, th- those are probably some of my personal favorites. Lance is for sure. When like when he walked in the room, I was just like, "That's Lance fucking Armstrong." Right. Are you kidding right. me? Right. <laughs> that's a that's a huge opportunity but, um, right there. Huge. Yeah, man. Cool guy. Cool guy for sure. Yeah. What um I know we talked a little bit before uh, uh this podcast was was happening and you kind of mentioned that you're, you know, you're going through some, some more hard times when you were getting started with all of this and, and whatnot. And now you have so much more confidence, even just the way you're talking about the stuff that you're doing. What, what changed? What, what was that? What was that one pivotal moment for you? Um, honestly, just stop lying to myself, being real with myself. And, uh, realizing what I was doing isn't isn't the way to run a business and isn't the way you know because so right when I quit for about six to eight months I uh, I was still you know as soon as I quit for about eight eight months uh, I was filming full-time but I was also treating it like a vacation mm. a long vacation oh my god you know what I mean yeah so it was like an eighth month vacation slash flying under the radar, filming gigs here and there, making making a little bit of money, just getting by. Mm-hmm. I was, it was all just getting by. Uh, I don't know why. I just felt like oh, I worked for the last nine years. I, I deserve a little break. But um, that's pretty much once I came to quit. Like I stopped lying to myself and and, uh, and I was like, yo, you need to get to work. Like this isn't this isn't no funny games. Um, so that's pretty much. It was like it was July of last year of 2019. Um, I had a long talk with myself after partying for like a whole week and going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, it was like really that. I literally just woke up one day and I was like, "Yo, this is this is not what I need to be doing." Um, and I, I need to get to work. You know, I was I was bullshitting. I was bullshitting a lot of my jobs. And um, I needed to get organized. That was the biggest thing. You need to get organized. You need to get a schedule. But it was really that. And honestly, the, the confidence came from, dude, straight up that, that quote. Like, once you told me that, I, I got, like, way more confident in myself. And mm-hmm. and um, and just I just stopped, stopped getting in my head so much and just and just worked. And, and I'm, not every video is going to be perfect. Not, every, not everybody's going to like every video you do. And that's just something I have to realize myself because... I uh, I would re- I would get real shy. Oh, I don't want to post that. No one's probably gonna like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, so yeah, man, it's it's pretty much just coming, being real with myself, and um, really really talking to myself, and, and um, 
coming to uh yeah i can't even spit the words out that's okay just coming to realization that that this is not this is not a vacation this is real life and you can't just yeah just, just slide by you know what yeah I mean? So is it so why so why did you enroll in the, in, the, in the creator's blueprint? Were you was it were you were you just uh, sick it was, of it was yeah go ahead no yeah and so that was me learning needing to learn the business side of being a creator and just taking it more um, seriously. I thought I yeah I taking it more seriously. I thought I could just create 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 and just see what happens. And um, I wasn't learning the business side at all. I was kind of just sweeping it under the rug, ignoring yeah. it. Yeah and. Um, so that's I was like I I need to figure something out. At the end of the day, you are a business, and people look at you as a business, especially if they're paying lots of money for you. You are a service. That's right. And so that's that's pretty much when when you put out the first one. When did you put out the first one? Two years ago? Uh, it's like a year and a half ago, I Some, think. Something like two that. years ago, something like that. Um, so yeah, once you dropped that first one, I was I signed up instantly because I've seen your success mm-hmm. and you're a perfect role model. For, um, so for all creators, you know, yeah. and um, that's pretty much seeing your success and or like just everything you do. I pretty much so I need I need to get on. I need to get like Zach. Be like Zach. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I mean, honestly, the the reason why. Well, you nailed it on the head. The reason why I created it was because every creative, like we we have a leg up on most people that do business because we see things that a lot of a, a lot of business people don't see we're visual people um we we, we are we can we're because we're visual people we see the big picture it, it's it's it holds a lot of power when you're when you're able to understand how to put out content in a creative way and create stuff that's really engages with an with an audience but then on the other side of that we 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 we're just mastering the craft and we're not mastering um the actual money making money and making it yeah. sustainable yeah. and like all the unsexy stuff that us yeah, we don't want to sure, talk sure. about um and and the question I'm sure you get every day how do I know what to charge yeah exactly yeah <laughs> you know yeah that that's that's a, that's a biggie that, that helped out a big time that's, too that's a yeah, biggie sure. but a lot of this stuff i mean a lot of it is just it's in your head and it's the way you you know you feel about yourself like you know, just like you were saying about not being, not feeling confident about being in the room. You know what I mean? Like, like it's the same thing with pricing. Uh, who, who am I to charge this much? Who am I to film for Lance Armstrong? Who am I to film for um, this heavyweight champion or lightweight or middleweight or whatever weight class your guys in? Um, it it all it all comes from up in the mind and, and just the the way you feel about yourself and so if you can if you can get past that if you can put yourself in a in a in a space where you feel like okay I got this and you and and the way to get there is you need that community and you need you need other people to tell you like hey like this is what you should charge like once you hear it from somebody else it's like, oh shit, okay, and you just you get that confidence, and then it, it just filters and domino effects to the way the way you speak and the way you do business and all that good stuff. So, especially when when you when you when you find out how much someone else is charging, and you don't feel like their work is as good as yours, right? And you're like, they're charging what? Yeah, 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 <laughs> you know yeah I mean? for sure. It's like, oh man, okay, I'm. <laughs> way undercharging yeah yeah but, i mean that's uh, that might be like an ego thing for sure but but 
I mean, it's true. Like if you, if you think your work is at their level or higher quality, then that, that definitely should give you the um, permission to freaking charge that much. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I mean, that's, that's probably the best thing is, is learning how much other people are charging so you can kind of gauge and things like that. I wish, I wish everybody would talk about it more openly. Um, because because yeah. yeah i would really want to know too <laughs> yeah because you know but but yeah, that's not gonna sure. happen because of you know the ego and, and everything nobody wants to mm-hmm. share that information because it could be embarrassing or you know whatever it is but yeah yeah, yeah i mean it just yeah like i said just learning what other people are charging will will just make you give you that permission which is huge oh, for sure. huge for the long term well, that's it is. A, confident booster as well. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, dude, I appreciate this. Um, you know, I, I know people are going to listen and, and listen to this and, and feel really just positive about the future and like think that they can do this listening to your story and like the stuff that you've been through working like 16 hour shifts in the oil and gas industry like that that just does not i'm sorry but i don't know who's passionate about that i don't think that's i don't think that's a passionate line of work maybe it is maybe i'm wrong maybe somebody can dm me and say zach this is this is i am passionate about oil and gas maybe maybe just the business behind it maybe someone's you know inspired by that but but i'm i'm assuming everyone listening to this isn't um so yeah, yeah no i i appreciate you sharing your story man and, and i'm excited to see what you do in the future your work has improved your 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 business has improved it, and um yeah you're, you've you've gotten some massive opportunities because of it and and there's a reason for that yeah, so it you. shows so appreciate thank you that, brother man. we'll do this again all right bro oh wait i for, wait where can people follow you oh my god oh. i almost forgot oh yeah my bad uh no, my i'm bad. on instagram at big camera guy H-O-U. Um, that's really it. I'm just really mostly on Instagram. Big camera guy. H-O-U. Yeah. And just give me a follow. Hit shoot me a message. Let me know how, how this podcast works. Yeah. Shoot, guys, shoot him a DM. He's, uh, he'll answer all of your questions all day long. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm sure he will. I'm sure he'll answer those questions. Um, well, anyways, dude, thanks again. And uh, yeah, right, we'll, we'll talk soon, brother. Thanks. Peace, guys. Cool. Appreciate it.